Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you may be, uh, whoever you are, thank you very much for tuning in to the, po- uh, the Frying Pan Podcast, episode eight. Um, for those who are tuning in uh, via the Google Plus uh, website, you will notice that I, to excuse my French, look like shit. Uh, this is because I have been drinking for three, uh, three days consecutively and have uh, only recently kind of uh, come off the great wave of elation that a, a good old-fashioned drinking binge brings. Uh, hence the uh, yeah, quality, quality of my features and general um, ability to formulate uh, a sentient thought will be severely impaired during this podcast. As always, I'm joined by my friend and fellow writer, Rowan Kane in Indonesia. How are you doing there, Rowan? I'm hanging in there, Lou, as always. As always, might be might have one of those uh, three-day drinking binges coming up in the, in the not-too-distant future. So I might be, might be in your situation uh, before too long. Uh, but I'm sorry to hear that you're feeling feeling the, uh, the, the, the after-effects. Was there a certain occasion for the, uh, for the imbibement, or was it just uh, kind of random? Well, I had some family out here in uh, in Andalusia for the week, uh, so there was there was a lot of uh, spending sp- sort of spending time in restaurants in uh, in bars, and uh, uh, I, I, I'm not a very good uh, entertainer, so to speak, uh, and I also have a, a borderline uh, issue with uh, drinking, well, quantity issue, should we say, and uh, it, it sort of spiraled out of control from Friday night, really, and uh, sort of post work having a few. Uh, which turned into sort of Saturday morning, waiting for the uh, appropriate hour, which was 12, and then uh, kind of carrying a full day of that, and then doing the same yesterday. Awesome. Uh, so no, there wasn't really any, um, wasn't really any, any, any reason for it, as there never really is often. Uh, anyway, uh, today we, uh, well, we have a little bit of a different podcast for you, because we are going to talk today about... Uh, about hangovers, uh, which, as part of the expat experience, certainly, certainly personally, are um, are, are very uh, very prevalent here, uh, and almost have taken on a, a weekly schedule. One could say of uh, of of, of uh, what I have to deal with on, yeah, I'd say a good sort of three to four days a week basis. Anyway, um, tell me. Rowan, I mean, does a uh, sort of excessive alcohol consumption define your time in Indonesia at all? Uh, not to not to the degree that it that it seems to to define uh, uh, small town Spain's, uh, mm. but but the hangovers here have been uh, as bad as they are anywhere else, if not worse. Um, and mm. and I think a lot of that has to do with the oppressive oppressive heat uh, that. That really just puts, uh, really kind of sticks a knife into the, throws that. I'll I'll I'll, I'll change up my metaphors. Throw some salt on an already open wound. Um, mm. When you you can't get comfortable, you're constantly sweating, uh, which means you're even more dehydrated. Um, you're sticky, greasy, whatever, and on top of that, your head feels like it is uh, um, going to implode upon itself. Uh, in the most black hole fashion possible. Um, I've had some bad ones in the past couple months uh, that really just kept me in bed all day. Um, 
and, uh, and, and, and yeah, I don't know, how, how, does it, how does it affect you? What's your, what's, what are your normal symptoms? Um, well, it's interesting actually. Uh, I, I've been drinking for quite a long time and, and hangovers, I, I, I put them into what I would describe as two distinct categories now. Um, I don't know about you, Rowan, I, I'm, 20, I'm 26 now and, and they're, uh, they're a whole heap worse than they used to be. Uh, sort of 18-year-old... Uh, underage Louis had a much better time of it yeah. uh, than than his current incarnation does. Um, so I have a I have a theory about this. Um, yeah. Well, I have I have two. Um, broadly speaking, I can now divide um, the hangover into two parts. Uh, the first is what I call the head of fire, which I think is what you're sort of touching on there, and. <clears throat> this this is uh, primarily defined by uh, a terrible headache and is usually the result of um, excessive spirit consumption or very low quality wine, uh, both of which are uh, abundant here in Spain. And it, it does happen occasionally. Um, with with the head of fire, it's it's quite incapacitating, but it's uh, of the two, it's actually my favourite, uh, and I, and here's why. Uh, second one I call the slow burner which is um, what I have at the moment. The slow burner is, well, to, to cut a long story short, it's, uh, it's the slow, the, the sort of covert hangover. I woke up this morning, I was actually not too bad, like I managed to have a shower and stuff and actually function as a human being and then came into work to do what I have to do for later on. Uh, and it just kind of, with every hour, things and basic motor skills seem to become almost impossible. Um, until it reaches, um, I don't know, in, in about an hour I think it will have peaked. Uh, I can't do anything, eat, write, think at all. Um, and this, this, is the, uh, this is the standard one here. And I think, well, you touched on the fact that it's very hot. This, this certainly exacerbates the, the problem a lot, uh, being 35 degrees, I think, today. Uh, and just baking is, uh, is a... A very very grim grim situation. Yeah. So I think I think I, I, I'm I'm glad you put a, a a name to those two types of hangovers because I, I do have the same the the, the same uh, types I guess I wouldn't call mine a what is it, head of fire. Uh, mm. Mine's more uh, a, just a, a jackhammer almost that's right mm -hmm. behind my forehead and will sit there all day. And and the only thing that gets rid of it is sleep, and and yep. and anything other than sleep just hurts. Blinking hurts, mm -hmm. breathing hurts, thinking hurts. Uh, and the other one is is yeah. This, the, I really agree with the term of slow burner. Um, mm -hmm. Wake up, you feel okay. You feel like you can maybe maybe take care of some things today. You start to take yeah. care of some things. And mine normally hits between two and four o'clock is the average, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and I need to take a nap. Uh, there's there's nothing else I can do other than go go to my room, go to my bed, and fall asleep for as long as possible uh, uh, to get rid of it. Um, my motor skills kind of stay stay intact, but every other will to live uh, deserts me. Um, mm. But yeah, and 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 so here, but it's here. It's only been it's only really been beer, 
And you can kind of feel it coming on the night before. That's that's mainly what I drink here is beer because that's really all there yeah. is. There's a couple of we think we've we've spoken about this on a previous podcast, but and you can kind of feel the the hangover coming on the night before when you're when you're so dehydrated that it your mouth just tastes like metal, uh, and and you're you're kind of uh, cotton mouthy and there's there's you, you feel the headache coming already, and it's just one of those, you know what, fuck me, because tomorrow's going to be going to be hell. It's going to be crap, yeah. yeah. It's the, um, well, it's, it's very, very interesting, um, very, very interesting. It does, it does also happen here, and the metal mouth thing is, is, is uh, a, a very good sort of defining characteristic of the slow burner, yeah. which, uh, as I say, I have a, a perfect example of. Of today, um, you you mentioned there that the only cure is is sleep, and uh, I've 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 been sort of drinking to excess for about ten years now, which is uh, quite quite a long time, um, more or less, um, and I've still yet to find any kind of particular cure, um, especially here in Spain. Uh, is there anything in Indonesia that they? Well, actually, first question for you is: Is there sort of is there a hangover in Indonesia? Some some countries they they just don't do this kind of shit. Like well, this uh, is, and yeah. So this is this is interesting. And sorry to sorry to, to cut you off there, but but no, I'm course, not no. sure Indonesians actually get like serious hangovers. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, this is something that popped into my mind uh, a couple days ago, actually. Um, so topical or, 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 or recent. Um, I don't know if Indonesians get hangovers. I've never, I've never heard of it. I've never. I, I need to do some more research. I need to go out and uh, get a survey done. Maybe, maybe do some statistical analysis. But I'm not yeah. sure if, 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 if they get hangovers. Um, to combat the hangovers. So I. So, so, so to answer, answer your kind of follow up question, mm-hmm. that there's no real, like big greasy breakfast or anything like that to, to, to attack it. Um, uh, for me, I, I've heard eggs do the trick, but I, it's mm. never actually done anything for me or eggs have chemicals that are supposed to do the trick. Uh, but that's it. That never really works. Spicy food is supposed to work as well, which as we mentioned last week, it, there's, there's plenty of that here. Um, but yeah, no, there's no, there's no real kind of, uh, in, in America, you'd go to a diner. Or the big hangover in in Scotland, yeah. it's the big sky, it's a full Scottish or full English or whatever. Um, right. But yeah, what about what about there? Is there is there something that that you guys do to, to, to take care of yourself? Well, again, this is this is the main problem of Spain. Is um, I mean, there's there's many of these many of these countries. Like I don't know in, uh, if you're Indonesian, your bahasa is, is up to it. They have a word for the for a hangover. Uh, they okay. have uh, they they might not even. Uh, think of it as a concept. Uh, in Spain, it is a concept. It's una resaca, uh, but they're they're kind of well. As I say, we've touched on this in a previous podcast. Their uh, inability to seem outwardly very drunk mm. probably um, affects their 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 hangover the next day. Also, uh, the main problem is again, it's the, their their food is very ill suited to the uh, 
the idea of having a, a very, very bad hangover. It's uh, the last thing you want is sort of uh, thick stews or anything with mayonnaise on it. Yeah. Um, one of the best things, actually, apparently, that's been told to me was uh, we mentioned it two podcast no, uh, two podcasts ago with the cup of snail stock that is served with snails. This apparently is uh, the, 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 the hangover cure of the moment, um, which I would never, ever drink uh, if I felt like this. It would take, I, I mean, something fucking crazy would have to happen for me to even put that anywhere near my, uh, near, near my body. Um, so, so here it is, unfortunately, sort of, it's not, it's not suited. It's not the same way the Americans or the Scots do. Uh, they have a, a culture that's almost geared towards excessive drinking. Yeah. Uh, and the, thus combats it the next day. But here, uh, it just doesn't seem to be the same thing, yeah. which is a great pity. Yeah. So apart, apart from the heat, what, mm-hmm. is, what is the worst thing about living in rural Spain uh, that happens can happen during a hangover? Uh, the heat is uh, definitely the main thing. However, the... I, I, can, I can draw on two things here which are incredibly annoying when you feel like this. Uh, the first is uh, that Spanish people tend to do things at very strange times, uh, which means they, for example, wake up at 7 o'clock and decide to cut down the date tree outside my house, yes, uh, which this. requires, yeah, yeah, this is a, a good example of this, uh, or uh, there is one man in the town whose job is actually the most pointless job in the world, which is he has a large uh, hmm, sort of, whatever you call a, a vacuum cleaner that blows, I don't know the word for it. Um, leaf it's blower, like a, it's a leaf blower. A leaf, yeah, this thing, yeah. so it's like a big fucking tube which uh, he goes around the square blowing leaves into other parts of the square and then when he's blown them there he just goes over to the new pile and blows them a bit further along and the thing sounds like one of those like uh, sailboat the the sort of fan boats from Florida Mm. and Louisiana it's really really fucking loud and he does this at um, uh, usually about seven in the morning on a Saturday, which is great. Um, that's that's wonderful. So, uh, in keeping with the theme of noise, also the church bells outside my window. Um, God, in His almighty wisdom, decided that Sunday morning at nine would be a great time that people want to go and sing monosyllabic songs uh, in a big building next to my house. Uh, it just so turns out that I'm often. Uh, not one of those people and uh, I have to have to deal with that so we've got church bells we've got hymns we've got the leaf blower um, there's one thing that is totally unique uh, about the noise here which is if you are waking up on a Sunday morning in say small town Scotland or even a city um, yes it's very messy and there's lots of broken glass and like it looks like a scene from an apocalypse, apocalyptic movie, but there's never anyone there. Like no one does anything. Like the streets are fucking deserted. Whereas here, people seem to like kind of get up. They get up quite early, um, and the way they talk to people is: if someone's really far away, they will just have a conversation with them, but with shouting instead of moving towards each other and having a reasonable conversation, which I don't have to fucking hear. Um, 
so that these these three things are um, some of the some of the main things. In terms of the other senses that the the hangover really affects here, I would say at the moment because the harvest, uh, so agriculture, I don't have a fucking clue what it is about, but it at the moment there is like the slurrying of the fields. Uh, which is like this really potent mixture of chicken and pig shit that they sort of slosh all over the fields around here because it's really good for olives, I think, to make olive trees grow. Um, so all of September, actually, um, and actually during this podcast recording, they have clearly done it uh, because the smell is seeping in. Uh, once we have the frying pan 4D uh, experience, then I can... That's coming. I, I, I can, it's coming, yeah, coming I mean, in I can, 2016. Coming fall 2016. The absolutely. Frying pan in I, 4D. And then I, can, then I can share this fantastic experience with you, but those would be the defining points of uh, why it is uh, very bad. Also, I don't have uh, any internet in my flat, which is a bit of a, mm-hmm. which is a, bit of a shame. Just because the kind of... Yeah, yeah the, the cycle of watching The Simpsons and going on hardcore pornography that sort of defines most of my sort of hangover experiences is uh, taken from me. Yeah. So I, uh, uh, it's just a, a matter of sitting watching TV, which is in Spanish and thus uh, a bit shit. Yeah, yeah. For, for Indonesia, I would say it's driving. Mm. If you have to drive anywhere... The traffic is awful, or the roads are so windy that it's it's already it's already nauseating without being nauseous already or on the verge yeah. of, of bile. Um, they burn their trash here as well, Oof. so th- it'll just be like clouds of kind of smoke coming into your bedroom at certain hours of the day. And mm. and as far as noise goes, there's chickens and roosters everywhere, so they can go off at like five o'clock in the morning, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, and not stop until like mid morning. Uh, it's, so, it's a problem here too. Yeah. So so I think we, we those sent the 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 multiple sense sensory overload that comes. Because that's the other thing about hangovers is all your senses mm. are heightened and yeah. and super sensitive, I guess is yeah. But but there's your your every noise is painful. Every smell makes you want to throw up. Uh, it's uh, well, we're really just preaching like like we're just stating the obvious here. Hangovers suck. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's really uh, no way. No way out. And I mean, uh, in terms of coming to any kind of uh, recognizable conclusion in this yeah. podcast, I don't think we will. No, absolutely uh, it's just, not. It's, absolutely it's, not. Uh, it's, very, it's very difficult. Um, the one thing that I've never quite figured out at all, and I mean, I'm, I, I wouldn't, like, I'm, a, I'm a relatively smart guy, but I've, I've done this now for fucking years, and like, it gets worse and worse every time. And I think every time, like, oh my God, like, I feel like, I, I, there's been occasions when I've thought like I would maybe if I was given the option of death or like having to deal with this I might actually take the former um, what I can't really figure out is why I keep doing it and uh, it, that that's like the big the big uh, the big kind of the big mystery for me uh, and this 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 I mean I could say like the last 10 years have been a scientific study to figure out why but it, I mean it, it hasn't really been that at all so 
uh, yeah, with every every worsening hangover, the mystery for me becomes deeper and deeper. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's always it's always oh fuck! I should never drink like this again. Why do I always? Why do I do this? Why do I mm. do this to myself? This is the worst possible feeling. This is the worst I've ever felt. I will never feel this worse again. And mm-hmm. then that next next time comes around. And you have that that extra beer you shouldn't have had, or it you, just, it you just mix keeps in going. you mix in a, gl- a glass of shitty wine, and mm. and the next morning it's uh, it's hell on earth. It's hell on earth. It's it's very interesting. I mean, I'll I'll sort of uh, I'll finish up with this now that yeah. like I'd say after sort of ten years, I uh, I'll, I'll, of the the slow burner is my my hangover of. Uh, it's my defining one anyway, the slow burner. The feeling of getting over a slow burner when you get over the hump, which happens at 7 o'clock, has now actually, that feeling of relief and joy is better than the feeling of getting drunk the night 100%, before. 100%. And it's, you're absolutely right. 7 o'clock on the dot is when it, is when it turns. 7 o'clock in the evening, boom, everything is better. Yeah. You wake up from a nap and the world is is brand new even if you can still kind of taste it or feel it like at the very very back of your being Mm. it's 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 wonderful or or when when that doesn't happen when you're dead all day and you wake up the next day the next morning yeah oh man and that's and that makes it all better that that makes it all better that erases every (laughs) every feeling of doubt that you'd had that you would never drink again it's like oh this is this is the most wonderful thing in the world i don't feel Hmm. like i don't feel like i'm being crucified for yeah whatever no no, i totally get it for having an extra beer yeah yeah it's it's fascinating but it's genuinely that feeling it's like i mean i guess this is like why buddhists believe in sort of regeneration but it's it's literally this it's like that is that's like a that's that's some relatable religion for me there, like fucking regeneration, like suddenly getting over that that period when it's like it's going to only get better from here. That feeling is better than getting drunk, which yeah. is crazy. It didn't yeah. used to be because I didn't used to have such bad hangovers, but like it's it's a fascinating subject. Maybe around the age of twenty two or something. Uh, yeah. Now that feeling, like when you've just had like I don't know a cup of tea or something, and it, or some pot noodle, it just it just it just suddenly clicks and you just feel. Uh, like the the most like productive and wonderful human being in God's green earth. And, the church, uh, the church of the hangover, with hmm. Louis, with with Father Louis. Yeah, it's something I might look into at some point. There's got to be a set so, for me there. Well, one more question: Where, What is the hmm. worst hangover you've ever had? Uh, ever, yeah. uh, my first hangover actually, which I can uh, go into detail, which was I. Well, I was I was very young actually. It was the first like time I ever had very bad alcohol poisoning. But I had um, I, I don't remember anything actually after drinking a bottle of well like uh, one of those sort of small bottles of vodka in someone's toilet in a house party. Uh, I woke up the next day uh, completely naked in my house, um, sort of spread eagled, cross of St Andrew's style on my bed. Uh, my mum came in, uh, and just presented me with like a mop and bucket um, and said like, on you go. Uh, And it turned out that I had thrown up all over the floor. That was like a given. Uh, 
but also sl slightly crap myself too and uh, had also pissed my pants. That's, so it was that's like... That's happened since as well, right? That's, yeah, that's not... That's, yeah, because uh, yeah. I think we've, we've, we've gone into that. Yeah, it's like variations on a theme, that one. Yeah. Anyway, and there was sort of like two large piles of sick uh, on the floor, which I had to then clear up. Yeah. Uh, but obviously having alcohol poisoning, like even looking at it made me throw up more. So it was this Herculean task of cleaning up sick. And it was uh, the first time I ever had alcohol poisoning. I genuinely thought I was going to die. Uh, uh, and nobody felt very sorry for me. So that was, that was one of the... Uh, one of the worst. Um, one that runs it very close was also one in St. Andrews where I, again, vodka, uh, me and my uh, a Russian friend who I actually, the other editor of Talking Soup, we drank a bottle of vodka together using pickles as a chaser. Um, Which is, is actually not the worst thing in the world. It's, it's, it gets you drunk, but it's, it's not a bad, not a bad uh, taste. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, not, not at all. Like, it was yeah. great. And then the, yeah. ne the next day was uh, terminal, mm. uh, like absolutely terminal, uh, just like sort of throwing up uh, this sort of mixture of pickle and vodka. And yeah, that was bad. That was like a, that was, that was a, when I used to get another kind of hangover issue, which uh, I don't get anymore, so I didn't address it, which is called the rollover, which is like a, a single instance of drinking which was, is so severe that the hangover you have is then like the next day you have a hangover of that hangover, yeah. like a smaller, yeah, a, yeah. yeah. it's, it's like an offshoot hangover. I had that a couple mm. times, yeah. yeah. Uh, it it's only usually from like a lot of spirits and then a day of hangover and then yeah. like a half hangover. Yeah, yeah. My, mine was also at St. Andrews and it was the first time I had the, like the, what did you call it? Like the dead, like just death, just like, it was actually a rollover because it did take, it did take me two days to, to fully get over it. Um, mm -hmm. But it was after May dip. Oh, okay. And a yeah. buddy of mine, uh, buddy and I were all the way, it was our last May dip. So mm -hmm. the year after you left. And uh, we, for, he, for some reason, had a bottle of not Malibu, but the, the Tesco version of Malibu. Which is okay. cocoa something? Mm, it's uh, called like cocoa sunrise or something like yeah, that. I do know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah, I had yeah. a bottle of that, and uh, yeah, we walked home and and we're drinking that. And the next day, um, yeah, it hurt to blink. It, it it hurt to blink. That was that was the first the first really really deathly <sighs> one I had, and it's it's still to me the the, the worst. I took some Tylenol at like eight o'clock in the evening. And mm. promptly threw up uh, because I hadn't, I don't know, I hadn't eaten anything all day or, or whatever. Or I just took some asp or some, some ibuprofen at, at yeah. literally 8, like 7.30, 8 o'clock in the evening and, uh, and, and just threw up. As yeah, it was re rented. Yeah. yeah. Really rented. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So shall no, we move on to, good. yeah, shall we move on to happier, happier times with our, with our weekly yeah. expat experience? Yeah. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Um, though I, I'll have to have a quick think. But tell me, uh, Lord, what's your uh, expat experience this week? Well, I guess I have to update the uh, the, the folks on on Bali uh, Bali United's fate uh, mm -hmm. in in the second leg. Uh, they fell three two to Arema, uh, the team from Malang. Uh, so they have uh, crashed out. They have crashed out of the Piala President, the President's Cup. Um, mm -hmm. 
Uh, Arema was was too strong. They had a core of foreign players uh, that were too big and too strong for for uh, for the for the for the, for the boys from Bali. Um, and uh, despite taking the lead twice, uh, they went up one nil. They went up one nil. Uh, Arema scored. They went up two one. Arema scored, and then Arema scored again. So there, it was the worst part was the hopes. The hopes were were raised and then crashed pretty quickly. But if if you saw how the defense was playing, um, uh, you would. It, it wasn't a. It wasn't a surprise. It wasn't a surprise. Ah, okay. uh, just a, just a shambles in the back. Uh, a a <laughs> tightest shambles, if you will. Um, tightest shambles. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 Uh, that was a, I think, a six aside team name at, at St Andrews that we played. There was, um, yeah, well done, good yeah. pun. Yeah, yeah, it's an excellent uh, one. But uh, but yeah, so so me and, and uh, four four other uh, 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 Bali United guys went up, or me, and my friends went up, um, and uh, we we got into the VIP section, which was kind of like the middle of the field on one side. And uh, it was too full, so, like, our group got pulled up and sat in, like, the royal presidential box in these big, like, comfy chairs. Uh, but we were actually sitting behind one of the players, like, the star player for the other team's family. Uh, so it was okay. a little awkward when we were, che- when we were cheering. Um, he's the one that scored the hat trick, actually. All three goals were by a uh, uh, Gonzalez. Uh, Gonzalez. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a particularly Indonesian. Name. No, but although he is an Indonesian citizen now, um, ah, okay. so he uh, he he. I think it's originally Uruguayan, or uh-huh. uh, but now he's now he's an Indonesian citizen. Uh, so that was mm-hmm. that was that was it, and uh, yeah. So there there will be no more Bali United in this abbreviated season. Um, oh, but, okay. Hey, yeah, shame. So what about you, so, Lou? Have you, have, you, have, have you come up with one? Well, I mean, I, I don't really have an expat experience. This sort of section of the program is actually to do with uh, things that you don't do right. in in, uh, in in your home country. But yeah. what I did this weekend, for example, which was uh, getting drunk every day, is something that I vehemently do do with like quite a lot of no matter where you are startling regularity uh, in, in Scotland or, uh, America or anywhere, actually, it's uh, been exactly the same, uh, for as long as I can remember. So yeah, we're, um, what about, what about your, what about your family visiting? Your family mm-hmm. doesn't visit you when you're, when you're home necessarily. Uh, yeah. Oh, I guess no, this is kind of do. This is, this is true. This is true. Uh, so yeah, I've been doing a lot of tourist stuff this, this, uh, this week, kind of driving to different towns uh, looking at a lot of frescoes in churches, which doesn't happen a lot in uh, in, in Scotland. Say what you will about the uh, Catholic Church, but they, they know how to make the inside of a church look a lot better than the uh, Presbyterians anyway. Uh, it's always quite nice. So yeah, did that, uh, wandered around various historical sites in Andalusia, and uh, uh, that, that, that's been, and have consumed a lot of uh, cruise campo at the same time. There you go. Cruz Campo is the local beer, right? Cerveza, local cerveza. Yeah, it's from Seville. Yeah, yeah. Seville, from. who are not doing very well in the uh, in in La Liga. No, no, no. Far from it. They, uh, I, I think they did okay this weekend, but they uh, are terminal. I think they're bottom of the league at the moment. Yeah, they were so, bottom. Uh, they're bottom of the league. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll keep I'll keep tabs on it. It's always yeah. difficult going into the Champions League, but yeah. 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 Right. Well, that was a, 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 a unexpectedly chipper podcast for the for the subject. Mm, no, absolutely. And uh, as I can feel beer sweating through uh, my pores right now, I think it's an opportune moment to wrap things up. Uh, uh, with the frying pan episode eight so uh ladies and gentlemen uh if you've enjoyed the podcast go online uh write us a review on itunes please write us a good review uh, if you haven't enjoyed the podcast you've made it a very long way to the end of it uh, in order to to hear me uh talk about this write us a review anyway uh take two minutes helps us keep the podcast going if you want to follow me uh you can follow me on my magazine talkingsoup.com it's all sparkly and new have a look it's very good uh or on twitter at talking soup magazine uh rowan how do they get in touch with you uh they can get in touch with me on my blog uh simawongstories.wordpress.com uh this week the story was about the first leg of the uh bali united's uh um uh quarterfinal tie uh, where they also lost, but you can catch up on that. Uh, and this next week should be about the second leg, probably, or something else I decide at the time. Um, uh, you can also, on Twitter, uh, at R-L-M-K-A-N-E, uh, I've been on there a little bit more, especially specifically tweeting about uh, Tottenham's glorious victory at White Hart Lane uh, over the weekend. Uh, so, uh, yeah, good talking to you this week, Lou. Uh, yeah, absolute pleasure. I mean, not the way I feel, but uh, it's uh, it's been good. Therapeutic, so to speak. Good to hear. Excellent. Good to hear. So, ladies and gentlemen, tune in again next week for maybe a slightly more coherent and better looking podcast uh, on a sort of physical basis. Uh, see you soon, folks. Rowan, as always, been a pleasure. See you later. See you later, Lou. Take care, folks. Adios.